So hi everyone, welcome to um, our Architecture in the Den podcast and today I'm delighted uh, to welcome the 1 to 100 Architecture Podcasteristas. Um, so I'm really pleased because um, we've kind of, we've, we've been talking through Clubhouse, the launch of Clubhouse. I followed you guys on Clubhouse. We got in contact and it's a bit of a Clubhouse love story, actually. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's lots of lots of nodding in the room um, and I've actually appeared on their podcast. So you must check it out. Um, one to 100 podcast. So um, without further ado, uh, I'm going to um, and ask you to introduce yourselves. So who wants to take the lead? You go first. <laughs> I'll go first. I knew everyone was like looking around the room. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if, you, really if, if anyone's list. listening to this, we've got four screens. We're on Zoom. We've got four screens up. We've got Adonai and Amanda in one room. We've got Naomi in another, Bethany in another, and me in the fourth. So uh, lots of people on this. Uh, so sorry, <laughs> back over to you. <laughs> yeah, um, thank you, Lisa, for having us on your podcast. Honestly, it's so great um, to actually speak to you, like just casually, and I can actually see your face when I'm speaking to you. So that's really nice. Um, my name is Amanda. Um, so I studied interior architecture at Oxford Brookes University. Um, so I'm currently now working at Oxford Brook, so I didn't escape um, as an enterprise project assistant, uh, which is basically somebody who sets up events, workshops and programs for people wanting to start a business. So planning to go back um, to uni to do my part two um, so I can actually continue my architectural journey. Cool. Yeah, I <laughs> um, I'm Adonai, so I'm here with Amanda um, in Oxford. Um, I studied architecture um, at Oxford Brookes University as well and um, co-founded the podcast with these lovely ladies. Um, currently, I'm working in the school um, as a one-on-one -on -one, um, STEM support assistant. And yeah, I've enjoyed that role. It's quite different to architecture, but I'm looking to go back into architecture because I feel like the skills that I've learned in uni and in working in education that I can also bring to architecture too. Um, so yeah, that's a bit about me. Cool, who's next? I'll go next. Um, hi everyone, thanks Lisa for having me as well. Um, I'm Naomi and I uh, went to Oxford Brooks with everyone else here on the podcast and I studied uh, architecture. And right now I'm doing my uh, level seven architecture apprenticeship to get my master's in part one and uh, part two and part three, sorry, uh, while working for a construction company that uh, specializes in stone installations. That's pretty okay. much cool. Um, and last but not least on this, but we've got Bethany. Yeah, hi Lisa. Um, so my name's Bethany, of course I, co-founded the podcast as well, and also studied architecture at Oxford Brookes University. I'm currently doing my part two, so studying my master's, and I'm here in Manchester right now. Mm. University is consuming my life, so there's not really much else going on, um, but I'm definitely enjoying it despite the intensity. So yeah, that's me. Cool, so um, when did you um, finish your first degree? 
What, are you all in the same year? Yeah. 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 We, we graduated in 2019. So, oh my gosh, is that three years ago? Oh, no. <laughs> Right. We graduated a while ago, three years oh, wow. ago. Now. Yeah. Um, 2020 didn't count. We decided to cancel the year 2020 and start again. Um, so we graduated two years ago. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it was such a whirlwind when we graduated um, because obviously none of us really knew anyone in industry. Um, it was very, and I don't think most of us have anyone we know um, like family and friends um, in the architecture world, which is pretty much why we decided to start the podcast anyway, mm. just to kind of build those connections and ask the questions that we had wanted to know the answers to um, recently graduating and also in study. So um, who managed to get uh, sort of part one experience? Did you all, any of you manage to get it? Lots of shaking of heads. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. That was bad. <laughs> the only one of us um, is Basma that's not here, but she yeah. she's just started her part one uh, architectural assistant job. Well, and that's two years two years after. Yeah. Yeah. Graduating. Yeah. 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 I think it was it, it kind of. It was really off-putting actually if I'm being honest like mm. after a certain point in time when you're not really getting um responses or you're not really getting um you're not sure if it's your cv your portfolio or you <laughs> um so I think that we at some point we just kind of like stopped not like in sync but we just all sort of personally stopped applying for jobs and either we got back into it or we applied for something else Mm. Um, because it can be quite draining um, as well to not know uh, what, what it is that um, that is not allowing you to get that experience um, so yeah yeah but I think it's important to know it's not the end of the world if you don't get your part mm. one experience straight away so I've yeah. kind of just like had my year out didn't um, gain experience found other ways to kind of just keep on top of my skills and just stay creative and just applied for my master's degree so um either you'll be someone like Vesna who waited two years and then she finally got a really good place yeah. or you can just find alternative routes into where you want to go and even with the podcast that's opened up a lot for us as well I'm sure it has uh Adonai and Amanda you've gone really blurry oh they've gone oh they've come back <laughs> Hello, in a different place. <laughs> and your sound's gone as well. Who's that? Who's that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, so what did you do in your year out, Bethany? So, um, a lot of the time from probably after um, graduation, so we kind of did a month mm. in Banyuatu doing a build project so design and build project we built classroom and library space and I did that alongside Adina and Amanda <laughs> Adina and Amanda and that was with Cork and Studio so after the summer I was applying to jobs constantly and obviously that's like a job in itself it <laughs> takes a lot of time so you feel like you're constantly busy even though you're not working um but then after that it was kind of me just working on my old portfolio I wasn't 
100% happy with what I came up with in terms of my design in third year so if I don't like it why not change it mm-hmm. and I use that to kind of build my skills and kind of create my new portfolio for my university applications then I also got involved in a project at my church so they were looking to renovate so I just tagged along to get any kind of experience and help out kind of help bring the church costs down as well so that in itself was a little bit of experience with an architect on a real life project and it was interesting because I'm also the user as well so to have that kind of input was quite nice actually and that's still ongoing so that's what I did for my time. <laughs> and so you've gone you've carried on doing part twos at Manchester? Yes. Brilliant so um, did they was there an issue with them letting you back in without any experience? No actually I there were a few universities that when you kind of look through their kind of requirements and what they expect that expected like six to nine months of experience what Manchester just said it was preferred and I think Mm. from kind of that time when they were doing the acceptance letters and stuff that was when COVID started the Mm. pandemic kind of hit so they expected some students to be without that experience anyway so that worked in my favor in a sense I think so is that in so are you in your first year of the part twos yes so that I think I got my acceptance letter probably around June 2020 so we were in lockdown at the time so I I think for listeners for those who don't know the kind of the traditional architecture path is seven years it's three years um degree in architecture uh then a year in industry so that's 12 months um recorded experience then two years um you do your po- part two which is a postgrad and that's two years and then you do your second year in industry um which is another 12 months recorded experience and then you uh, you do your case study and your part threes which is the professional qualifications so um I know sort of certainly during like recessions and pandemics universities are usually quite flexible about kind of allowing you to sort of not have that 12 months in between the the two courses but you'll still have to you know if if you plan on carrying on on the route of architecture um you um you'll still have to do that 24 months at some point so any experience is valuable i think for your pdrs Yeah. yeah so who do you all want to carry on in architecture at the moment? Do you all want to? I've got That's lots of thoughts. Yeah, I think um, we all had doubts there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because I think um, just even in listening to what you were saying about us coming out of uni and not finding work for me, when mm-hmm. I graduated, I didn't even look for work at all because I was like, when I came out, I was scarred. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I was scared and like mentally I was just like this course just like kind of like affected me in a way where I just didn't want to look at my own work I didn't believe in my own designs and stuff like that so yeah I didn't look for work at all I was just like 
I don't know I might go back into architecture mm. I might not um, but I think the path that I went down in you know going to do something different mm. and also doing the podcast as well is like my foot's in architecture a bit but I'm doing something else mm. but then it gives mm. me the idea or gives me the time to see if I actually want to do architecture or not so the plan is to go back I think the time that I've taken out to like really think has helped me and my own mental well-being yeah definitely I think I'm in the same boat as you actually like I kind of just fell into the job that I was in as well um I, I graduated obviously went to Vanuatu actually it was really cheeky I graduated I got the job and then I was like to my manager I need to go away for a month um <laughs> and she was like okay and then I managed to like actually come back and still have the job so that was lucky um but I think that like not even knowing what I think with my job I didn't even know what it was entailed like you hear enterprise project assistant you're like what even is that um so I'm thinking what even is that no literally (laughs) even now I'm asking myself what even is that like but I think you do these roles um because out of convenience you need a job you Mm -hmm. gain all this experience in like project management marketing social media all of these like little tasks um time management just actually working from 9 a.m till 5 p.m and and you realize that some of the things that you learn in this other sector are skills that you may not have particularly learned in architecture so you you literally grab all those skills and apply them to your portfolio to your to your cv and you'll just see how you stand out amongst so many people um because of the things that you may not have not learned but maybe even taken from education so I think it's been it depends on the type of person that you are but I think for me it's been really really beneficial working in a different sector to then apply it to my knowledge in architecture Mm. yeah that's true yeah I think I I did I went straight through pretty much although I came out in the recession of 1993 (laughs) <laughs> what, what, what one is that <laughs> that's what it is um so there were there were um i had to get two stints like I, I couldn't get mine in a straight run so the first thing that i um i did a summer school uh did i yes i did a summer school in um Tallinn in Estonia that was cool and then I I, I was just scrabbling around to get whatever I could get and I kind of worked on a competition with some guys that I'd met there um, Studio 333 and I went out to Maastricht to work on Europan 3 Um, so that's for a couple of weeks did a few all-nighters as you do do you think it's normal (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then came back and um I think I, I got um I got a um a role with one of my tutors um for a few months and then that was over in Leeds because I'd studied in Leeds and then I came back to Manchester because I'm from Manchester originally and I got a job at Holford's for six months so you know I kind of just about scrabbled together the experience and then then went to do my part twos yeah it did architecture is always the um it's always the first industry to go when Mm. the economy is dodgy 
um yeah because you know if you're making you know if you're if if you're in a commercial team or something and you're trying to make a decision about whether to invest in a, a capital project like a bank or I, I don't know a pension project or whatever if the market's dodgy you're just gonna you know put it on hold so the first people that go are the architects so it's uh yeah it's a bit rubbish i mean um what i've you know uh sort of bringing it back to pride road so pride road the franchise the reason i i set that up was because i'd been made redundant twice whilst on maternity leave um and we found that working <clears throat> in the domestic residential sector um was stable and can ride through the kind of fluctuations in the in in the economy so what you tend to find is you know when when there's a recession people still you know they need more space so they have to extend and then yeah. when the market's buoyant again they want to extend because they haven't quite got what they've got so you know that we've um we you know I, I set up in 2010 so 11 years ago and it's been continually busy and even with the um pandemic you know people were just you know um procuring and commissioning projects all the way through so so it's just a it's just a savvy way of doing it i guess you know i feel like you found a need based on like your personal experiences as well and like mm -hmm. for me that's very like admirable because it means that your heart is in it too mm -hmm. um like you obviously have like a lot of passion um for you know domestic and residential projects but mm -hmm. also just allowing people to be able to work flexibly and just being able to be a human being yeah well that that's it once i'd seen that i'd found a good business model you know i kind of that works it's like yeah. oh, everyone should be doing it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let me help you you know come on <laughs> come join yeah. us you know let me let me show you what i've learned and all those time management skills and project management skills but you know it's kind of like come here and learn from me i was gonna say like did you find the project management side of things difficult when you first started like how did you go about kind of tailoring your way to to like being the designer to being the manager sort of thing um, uh, trial and error yeah just i made loads of mistakes <laughs> mm -hmm. but every time i made a mistake i tried to learn from it so um yeah sort of hopefully never really made the same mistake twice mm -hmm. and then you kind of just can teach that to other people as well so yeah. other people don't don't make mistakes either Naomi's looking very quiet there. <laughs> quite a while. <laughs> the reason so, is so tell me a bit more about where what your sort of architecture journey is. Because you mentioned that you're doing an apprenticeship. Yeah. Sorry, I just had my microphone on mute because I have quite a few cars going by and you can kind of hear it in the background. So I apologize for that if you didn't okay. catch it. But um yeah, so I'm doing the apprenticeship now. Um and uh, after uni graduating, um, 
similar to Adonai, it was just like, you know, you wanted a bit of a break. Um, 2019 wasn't, um, I mean, other than graduating was, it. I felt like an immense sense of achievement, you know, because that was, I mean, I shouldn't really be putting this out there because in case someone else tries to hire me, you know, but <laughs> I've never really like stuck to anything like completely, you know, I've started things and then I'll drop it or like I'll lose interest and be like, yeah, okay, onto the next thing, start something. I, I would never, com- I never completed anything fully. Um, so finishing part one, you know, the undergraduate degree was like, my first kind of big thing that I've actually completed from start to finish and I've done it and that was like for me I was like this is it was an amazing feeling although I was I was tired I was <laughs> I was done <laughs> but um and then after that had some kind of uh you know personal um you know events happen with my family uh, we lost someone and um I I was looking for uh, I was looking for a job. Um, I had a, been applying for part one uh, assistant roles and I hadn't found anything uh, for a long time. So at that point I was like, okay, I need to expand because right now I just need, I need a job. I need something that pays me right now. Um, and I, I, I started applying for things that I thought I could get, you know, I was, I just thought, okay, what kind of skills have I learned in architecture? And I was like, well, I know how to use this program. Um, I know how to use CAD and I how to use Rhino and I how to use Adobe Photoshop and these things. I was like, people, I guess people pay, you know, for certain people with knowledge, certain softwares. So I ended up getting a three month contract um, with uh, a construction company. They said they really like my, seat, uh, my portfolio which made me feel like, oh, this is really nice. You know, I've got good feedback, you know, it's the first time. Because <laughs> normally they don't even tell you anything. Um, you know, they just kind of say, oh, sorry, you haven't been chosen or whatever. They don't exactly, you know, go into depth, of, you know, giving you feedback about your portfolio, how you can improve. So that was really nice. Um, and then uh, I learned quite a lot. I learned a lot about um, fixings. It was also to do with stone. So they did uh, cladding and uh, interior and exteriors of buildings, mostly with uh, projects in London, Portland Stone, and that mm. kind of, so I learned a lot about the material and, you know, the, the whole process. So it was really invaluable experience that I had, although it was, it was paid, I was, you know, like intern pay, um, you know, it was, still, it was still good. And then after that, I got my current job at EDM, which is another, uh stone uh company that specializes in stone and from there that's when the i got that just uh before the pandemic hit so that was really really lucky i was furloughed though but they did still keep me on and um then may came and i heard about the apprenticeship because i tried to apply the previous year but i didn't have a placement um, and I was told that I could apply even though I wasn't in a part one apprenticeship role. And that was news to me because I thought that you had to specifically have that role in order to do it. Um, and I was like, well, I, I work in a construction company. I don't work for an actual architectural firm. And, um, you know, we kind of managed to look through everything. You know, we've got architects that work there and 
as long as you had an architect to be your mentor, then, you know, they would allow it. I was like, okay. So I ran to my, my manager. I was like, I'm thinking about, you know, furthering my education. Would you be willing to support me through it? You know, because I really like working here and all these things. And they were like, yeah. And um, I almost didn't believe it until I actually, you know, I got the list. It was like, yeah, you, you start, you start on Monday. <laughs> you know, here's the brief. Everything and I was like, okay, this is this is real. So now I'm working, uh, kind of full time. So we do twenty percent off mm-hmm. uh, of the job, which is the study and all these things. So which um, so who helped you get the apprentice sort the apprentice kind of paperwork? It was my uh, manager Eduardo. Shout out to him. Um, he's been like my office parent. You know, he's right. like he's taught me a lot of things and. Uh, he's actually my mentor for the apprenticeship so uh, it's been it's been great yeah he's been really helpful so are you attached to a university yeah so uh you know once you start a brooks sometimes (laughs) it it doesn't leave you you can never leave Yeah. (laughs) yeah so so i guess you'll be equivalent doing your postgrad then yeah, so it's the part two and three. It's all condensed into four years. Oh, oh, yeah. and it covers your so, part three as well. So by the end of it, you come out as a fully qualified architect, which is great because you get that kind of four years work experience while getting your part two and then your part three, which is at the is the final year. So if you were if someone was thinking about doing an apprenticeship, where should they go what's the first kind of place to go to from my knowledge right now it's still fairly new they only introduced it I think in 2018 Mm because I remember in second year when I first heard about it or at least from Brooks we had a we had a lecture and they said that they were starting it and it was created by um Carl I can't remember his last name but my man Carl he's (laughs) one in charge (laughs) he's the one that organized it all you know his name is stamped on the thing um and the only other university that I know of that does it is South Bank South Bank in London right Uh, but they structure it differently so it at Brooks they do they do intensives so that is not like you uh work four days a week and then one day a week you go into for your lectures or your workshop or your lessons or whatever it's Mm -hmm. done in four it's split into four different weeks in the year mm-hmm. and you take that one week off and you do you know all your workshops all your tutoring all the all of that um well but you also have to do work in between that but you know all the lessons is kind of condensed into one you just tell your work you know you'll be off this week in the year it sounds intense but really a really good way of doing it right well we've actually um sort of uh, reached our half seven mark so that's our 30 minutes um really quickly then quick question um so um quick answers from everyone please um where do you see yourself in five years time so naomi traveling sorry Traveling. Traveling. With your architect's hat on and then going, yeah. going to take some time off and see. 100%. What after, after the four years, I want to take a year out mm. and then. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Bethany? 
Um, qualified. <laughs> <laughs> qualified architect. Um, and hopefully still having some, I don't know, the podcast actually still being going. Not necessarily it has to be the form of a podcast, but I want us to be doing amazing in five years' time. I think you will be. I think you've started something really special. <laughs> um, Adonai? Um, fulfilled. Yeah, I would say fulfilled. So it's just whatever it may be, just, <laughs> <laughs> just feeling that sense of fulfillment, yeah and amanda um i mean hopefully qualified but i actually want to be married in five years um how old will i be 29 oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yeah i want to be married in five years we'll see what happens but mm. yeah. sometimes in architecture that m word's a bit of a dirty word isn't it Oh, that's what my podcast was all about. I mean, okay, going back around the room, so, <laughs> in, in reverse order, Amanda, where, where do you see that fitting into your education, architecture kind of route? It's just going to have to work. Like, um, I mean, I, my part two and my part three, I understand that it's, it will take a lot from me. Mm. Um, my time commitments, um, probably my patience <laughs> mm -hmm. um and you know I, I understand I just hope that whoever I get married to can also understand that mm -hmm. um those sort of things I'm not expecting anyone to but I feel like I have to be transparent um about it um from the very beginning um because I think architecture is one of those things you just have to make it clear from the get-go that this is what I'm doing and these are the time commitments that I'll need to mm -hmm. dedicate to it so yeah I just I yeah if that's what I want then I will have to make sure that I I work around the relationship rather than the architecture because that's something that's personal to me uh Adonai does that factor into your thoughts at all or is it just yeah it definitely factors in um but I definitely want to do um be qualified and you know through the route of the apprenticeship. Um, so that's what I want. Um, but yeah, I think echoing what Amanda says, it's gonna mm -hmm. be tough, but it's a sacrifice mm -hmm. worth having. Bethany? As long as it's after my master's, <laughs> I am not doing anything in my master's. There's no time for that. After that, whenever it happens, it happens. Like I'm not too prescriptive. There's not a certain time. Um, I'll just make it work. <laughs> And Naomi. Um, I, you know what? I don't see myself being married or proposed to before I finish. So <laughs> it's going to happen afterwards. Yeah. Um, Architecture is yeah. definitely all encompassing, isn't it? It's a relationship all in its own. I feel like I'm married already. So whatever comes next is like. It's, is a crowd well i'm <laughs> looking forward to um sort of talking more about the kind of challenges of of motherhood and architecture in our sheroes of architecture uh conference that we've got coming up Woo! <laughs> 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 it's so exciting so um 
12th to the 14th of May 2021. Um, we are, well, I'm delighted that the 1 to 100 Architecture Podcast Aristas are joining us as uh, as the warriors of space. <laughs> um, and... Sounds like guardians of the galaxy. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, so we're doing three days. Uh, 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. UK time um, and we've got some amazing speakers um, and hopefully we're going to be tackling some of these uh, uh, taboo issues um, and sort of like lots of inspiring uh, women on the uh, on the on the list so please if you're listening check out Shiro's of Architecture um, and uh, yeah get your ticket 19 quid for three days I think it's bloody good value um so before I finish um would you ladies like to do a plug for your own podcast and how do we find you yeah definitely well we're available on all of the major social media platforms uh listening platforms so spotify anchor apple Podcasts. it's just one to 100 podcasts and it's a colon <laughs> i know you can't see me pointing but it's a colon um <laughs> and we're also available on social media that's at one to 100 podcast um so yeah definitely dm us you can send us an email and um, we're more responsive via dm um very approachable we will respond to everything so yeah, no, if you want to get in touch with us about, you know, part one or what you're doing next or just anything, just feel free to DM us and reach out. Awesome. Thank you very much. So um, thanks for listening to Architecture in the Den. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please like it, comment and subscribe. And if you really like it, you can even share it. Uh, please do contact me if you'd like to be a podcast guest. You can message me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, uh, all at Lisa Rains, R-A-Y-N-E-S, or through our website, uh, www.prideroadfranchise.co.uk. So thanks, guys. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For our speaker get-together for the Shiro's and Architecture. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thanks for coming on. Thank you so much, Lisa. Thank you. Bye. Bye.